All right, welcome back to the show. Mike Smith here with you as we continue our coverage and analysis of the COVID-19 pandemic. It's affected all our lives, every facets of them. You think about the school year now. If you got kids in the public school system like I do, I got two boys in high school. Today was the day they were supposed to go back to school after the end of spring break. Of course, that not happening with in-class instruction canceled, though. We're told by the government, though, that we should get ready for online learning. But I don't think I'm alone as a parent and wondering how that's going to work and how what my kids should be doing in terms of learning online. Let's find out what's going on now with my guest, Terry Mooring. She is the president of the BC Teachers Federation, and I'm very pleased she could make some time for us today. Hi, thanks for coming on. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me. Thank you. So let's talk about back to school here, I guess, or maybe virtual back to school. Are teachers actually going physically to the school? Are teachers working from home? How is this going to work? So it's uh, there are a variety of different plans right now um, across the districts. What uh, is consistent, though, are any teachers that have a vulnerability, uh, according to Health Canada or the BC CDC, um, will be working from home. And the, obviously, that's by necessity, anyone who's ill, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, so that's consistent. Um, but uh, apart from that, some districts have chosen to have a bit of a softer start. So uh, there'll be teachers meeting virtually um, and working from home for the first day or two this week. Uh, in other districts, there there are smaller groups of students that are of teachers that are going into buildings. So it, it varies across the province depending on the district. Okay, and of course you got to maintain the social distancing, right? Even if teachers go back into the school building. The most important thing right now is health and safety, and so we've been assured, and uh, districts have been working collaboratively with local unions, so that's, that's been really important um, to ensure that uh, all health and safety precautions are put into place. So social distancing, ensuring that there are hand sanitizers and cleaning products and all that sort of stuff um, available. Um, we know that the schools have been deep cleaned. And so, uh, you know, health and safety is both the priority of government, the priority, priority of districts, the priority of the BCTF. Um, and so that has all been uh, thoroughly discussed and in place. And so in the places where we haven't been assured around that or there, um, you know, there is some kind of a lag involved, uh, teachers are not you know, um, going into those buildings. But for the most part, uh, you know, there will be selected teachers going into schools in, in a lot of places, not, right. not everywhere, but a lot. Um, and as we move further through the week, there'll be more teachers uh, physically in school buildings, but again, under the most, you know, stringent of safety. Uh, okay, so some, so some teachers there, but don't bring your kid to school, though, right? Well, what, about, what about special needs kids or kids of frontline healthcare workers? So, Are they going to be allowed to go into the school? So some part of the answer to that is a little bit down the road. Um, we're taking a, a plan. Like, there's a lot of planning that has to happen this week. No one has yeah. ever been in these situations before. And so, and nobody, you know, no one has had to provide instruction to, you know, all students remotely uh, before. And yeah. so there's a lot of planning that needs to be in place. And so 
Um, you know, we're asking for everyone's patience right now because it's going to take a little bit of time. Teachers just came back from spring break. And so this week is intended for planning. And then in terms of learning opportunities, um, the Minister of Education has targeted mid-April for that to begin to roll out. And so that that's a very reasonable timeline. We're very pleased with that. Okay, so parents, um, so for parents out there wondering what's going on, and I got, like I said, I got two kids in the system myself. So parents should be waiting to hear from their teachers or their principals about what's how, how this is going to work? They should. And so the target is, you know, towards the end of this week, um, there's uh, the uh, target of, of contacting parents um, and children, uh, of sc- school-aged children, obviously. And so that will happen um, later in the week and into next week. So uh, that will happen. Uh, again, we're asking for patience because uh, teachers right now are looking at some online tools and figuring out how education will be delivered. And they're doing that collaboratively, um, which is great in, in, in their schools. Um, and it's going to look different everywhere. It's not like we're, we're not translating in-class learning online. It has to be handled completely differently. And, um, and in some communities, online learning is not something is not available either because there isn't appropriate internet access or some families don't have access to computers. But moreover, um, we also have some families that are going to be uh, dealing with some very difficult situations. And so um, we all we have to be aware of all that. We have to be sensitive and thoughtful about how we're planning all this. Um, and so that's going to take some time. Okay, speaking of Terry Mooring, president of the BC Teachers Federation, so teachers will continue to be paid their full salary to, for the to work, uh, for the full year. Teachers will continue to work yeah. and be paid, and in some cases, um, that will some of our volunteer teachers um, and some QP teachers are will be volunteering to um, care for children of our emergent essential services workers. Um, right now, it, that's being rolled out in a very small number of districts, um, mostly in Fraser and Coastal Health, and so that that will continue. So there'll be some teachers doing that sort of work, especially our TTOCs um, and well, other teachers. Teachers on, teachers on call, right? Teachers teaching on call. So the teachers yeah. that don't have a regular assignment um, have been tapped uh, to volunteer for those uh, jobs as well. So. Right. A variety of things happening. Teachers are continuing to do their work in terms of supporting student learning, and they'll continue to be paid. That's correct. Okay, what about the support workers in the system, like teaching assistants and janitors? Are they getting paid? They are getting paid as well, yeah. We're all, um, you know, certainly um, custodial staff is continuing to uh, clean schools, and and that will, you know, be something that um, it's important that that happen uh, sure. even more regular than normal, obviously. Um, and our EAs will uh, continue to support um, our vulnerable uh, learners and our diverse uh, students that learn diversely. Um, but it's going to look different. And so we don't have it all figured out right now, Mike. Um, that's, uh, again, this is an unprecedented situation, and I know that people use that word a lot, and it's true. Um, and so it's really important that we do that planning, and we'll be doing that planning collaboratively. Um, but again, we need to do it in a way that all students um, are able to access their education, and that's going to look different in different places. How come the planning um, hasn't been done already? Like, I'm, I'm looking at some other provinces, like notably Ontario and Alberta, which they seem to be a bit ahead of us in terms of rolling out kind of an online curriculum and an online plan for kids to be learning. We're, we seem to be running behind those other provinces. 
It just it depends on when your spring breaks fall, Mike. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's just been a two week spring break, and so clearly there's been some planning happening. But uh, but as far as the collaborative planning with all all teachers, principals, um, and uh, support staff, there there hasn't been a chance to do that yet, and so that's we're starting that today. And there is no rush. Uh, today is the first day that that students would normally have been back from spring break. And so there, there is absolutely no rush. No student is going to be disadvantaged um, by us rolling this out by mid-April. That's very, uh, you know, reasonable, uh, and, uh, and, and that will allow us a time to do some careful planning, and that needs to happen. And so, you know, there are some decisions that need to be made quickly, and that is happening, um, but others need to be done a little bit more thoughtfully. And obviously that's still a pretty tight timeline given everything that has to be taken into consideration. Hey, what, and what so the, while uh, that's happening, we're also looking at how do we support vulnerable students that depend on schools for lunches and all sorts of things. So, you know, we're taking a, a very careful and thoughtful approach, and we're just asking for patience around that.